You're listening to Talking Creative, the podcast that helps voice directors, creatives, and production companies to make the most of their voice actors so they can create amazing content that everyone wants to hear. I'm Samantha Poffin, voice actor and director, and I know that directing voices can feel daunting and complicated. Where do I start? Should I just wing it? What if I say the wrong thing? I want to help you make sense of all that. If you make videos, ads, audiobooks, or anything with a voiceover, then this is the podcast for you. Ready to start talking creative? Then let's get started. Hello, and welcome to Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. I'm Samantha Boffin. I'm a voiceover and director. Now, today, we're going to be looking at how to book a voice if you're really up against it. You know how it is. Now, maybe it's just one of those days where everything's gone wrong. The client is suddenly having second thoughts about the voice they want, or maybe the voiceover who was coming in for two o'clock has called in sick. Maybe the voice you did book was pants, or maybe their studio was pants, and you have to recast the whole thing. Or maybe you just forgot about the session. (laughs) Whatever it is, you need to get this project done and dusted, like now. So what do you do? Now, in many projects, the voiceover part is the final hurdle before mixing and finishing, so that deadline can feel very, very real. And there are some great ways of finding a voiceover if you're in a hurry, and some not-so-great ways. So I thought what we could do was look quickly at those not-so-great ways first, because they can often feel the most tempting of the lot. And the elephant in the room is always Fiverr. Now, I'll be honest here, I know some excellent voices who are on Fiverr. They don't necessarily shout about it, and neither are they selling their services for a Fiverr. But the trouble is, there are a lot more, a lot more, very mediocre voices on Fiverr too. Because anyone can be on Fiverr. Anyone can be on there and call themselves a voiceover. And also, of course, by the nature of the thing, it's a really low-ball site. The whole ethos of a site like Fiverr is about enticing people in because of low, low pricing. Which means, of course, it attracts a lot of bargain hunters and people who want something that will do as long as it's cheap. But it's also attracting a lot of voices who are happy to be those bargain voices. And I very much doubt that that's what you want to do. I don't think that you've ever woken up and thought, oh, do you know, what I'm really looking for is someone who sounds really, um, oh, cheap. No, (laughs) nobody ever said that. It's difficult to find the right voices on Fiverr. That's the problem, unless you really know what you're doing. And you know what? you can find those very same voices elsewhere anyway. And the other tempting route is pretty similar to Fiverr. Now that's a voice site like Mandy or Voice123. They feel like they should reap rewards quickly. Because they're anonymous, you just pop up a quick brief, you wait for the submissions to roll in. But in practice, 
similar to Fiverr, these sites are often unregulated. So those submissions may be pretty patchy, and you really have no idea how experienced the voice is who responds to them, or how great their studio is. Plus, you might well be deluged with auditions. Now, there are ways of using these sites in much better ways, and I'm going to do a podcast on that in the future, but it's really detailed, so I'm not going to go into that part of it here. So what are the good ways to find a voiceover when you're really up against it? Now, just in case you were wondering, finding voices at the last minute doesn't work like finding trains or hotels at the last minute. You won't pay more because you want it now. But then you won't pay less either. Because full-time professional voices are used to working at short notice and turning stuff around on a sixpence. The in-a-hurry bit won't affect the price. Which is another thing to think about, actually, and relates back to the other ways I was talking about. If you want a voiceover in a hurry, you want a full-time voice. Many voiceovers listed on the voiceover sites are part-time. They run it alongside other work commitments. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Of course there isn't. That in itself doesn't mean they aren't great voices. They're just not what you want if you want a voice today. So the best ways of finding the right voice quickly are you yourself, phoning a friend, agents, or the trusty internet search engine. But it's how you use these that is the game changer. A bit more work up front will probably make your job a lot easier and it will definitely get you better results. So try not to let the panic of finding someone quickly get in the way. Take a bit of time to get your ducks in a row because you need a plan before you do anything. Planning always sounds (laughs) really dull. I always think it sounds dull, but it is really important because you need to make lots of decisions, or you need to make some key decisions at any rate, before you decide to go looking. So, those sorts of things that you need to be clear about are, what kind of voice do you need for your project? And the sort of things that inform that, I've said it before on this podcast, the kind of things that make a difference here are who will be listening to that voice, and what the feel of the piece is going to be. What is the age of your voice, their sex, their tone, their ethnicity, their accent, and so on? Not all of these will be relevant, but a lot of them will be, and be as specific as you think you need to be. Now, it isn't that you want to make your job complicated, but you do want to be focused, because that will make it easier to find the right voice quickly. And what kind of project is it? Because not all voiceovers do all kinds of projects. Is it a commercial? Is it a series of telephone prompts? Is it an explainer video? Because getting someone who's experienced in that genre is really what you're looking for at this point in time. As I say, not all voice actors can do all genres. I mean, some can, but now is not the point to be coaching someone through a new approach and the location. Do they need to get to your studio or an outside studio that's somewhere really specific? Because if they do, they need to be within commuting distance. Or maybe they can work from their own studio, which means it doesn't really matter where they're based. 
budget. How much have you got for your budget? And have you got all the relevant information that will help your voice create the right quote? So, the sort of things that will make a difference here are how long your script is in the first place. So that's all to do with how long they're going to take to record it. But there's all the other things that are attached to your project. How long will the campaign last? Where is it being used? Is it on an internal intranet site? Or is it a public-facing company website? Is it on TV or is it on social media? How is it being used? Is it paid for? Is it organic? How many TVRs or impressions are you buying? And again, you will know all this information. But be really clear, because you need to have your budget or the elements that might affect your budget to hand so that you can give them immediately to the relevant people. And, of course, the deadline. What is your actual, real deadline? When do you need to record it? Because if you need to record it at two o'clock this afternoon, then (laughs) that will make a difference to whether that person is going to be free at that point, because you might have a studio session booked already. Or maybe you need the files in your inbox at a particular time that day. Or maybe tomorrow morning will do. In which case, fine, you will be able to let people know that sort of info. And the legals. You need to have, if you've got any legal requirements, any NDAs or contracts or other legal stuff, you need to have all those things ready to be sent out quickly. So, you may have all sorts of different things depending on your particular project. But if you're up against it, this kind of stuff in one place, ready to go, is brilliant for you. And just pulling all this together will focus you on what you need to look for. You will know all of this information, or if you don't know all of this information, you should know all of this information for all sorts of different reasons, but certainly for creative and practical reasons. Honestly, it shouldn't take you really more than 10 or 15 minutes to pull all this stuff together. And however panicked you are, if you can get a coffee and open your laptop or your notebook and get this stuff down, it will save you a whole heap of time in the long run. And also, it will get you quicker to the voice of your dreams, your perfect voice. (laughs) So, armed with all that useful information, all that crucial information, these are the areas that we can actually have a look at that will pay dividends. So, the first one is you yourself the easiest of the lot, to be perfectly honest, and it's sometimes forgotten. Who have you worked with before who was really good and who'd be perfect for this particular project? Cast your mind back to your projects, or better, have a quick look through your past projects over the last few months or even years to remind yourself. I'm sure you've got them somewhere where they're filed in some kind of order. Because, you see, we always remember the people we work with habitually, but we can forget the people who are really good, but they were a bit more specific. If you don't already do this, try and keep a running simple list somewhere handy, say on your phone in the notes section, just so you can look at it at any time just like this and get really quickly to the kind of voice that you're looking for. So, you just need a list like Jennifer Jones, Native Geordie, Great Studio, Light, High Tone, Twenties. That kind of thing. 
<laughs> You'll be surprised how quickly you can build up a really, really useful list. And even if you just put Jennifer Jones Geordie 20s. And you can make a note of the ones to avoid in the future, which is really useful. And tapping into your bank of past voices, that's a really effective way. But really, honestly, don't just rely on your memory. Go and have a look because you'll be surprised at the ones you've forgotten. Number two is phone a friend. Or if you're in a real shared space with actual living, breathing people who understand the sort of work you do, then just shout. This method was, I have to confess, my favourite way to find a voice in a hurry when I was working as a creative. Now, it's not one that I necessarily found very comforting as a voiceover because it actually feels a bit of a random way to do it. But actually, it's not random because it's quite a smart move. No one worth their salt is going to recommend a rubbish voiceover. And it's also something that people like me as voices need to really be aware of because all the projects we do every day have a ripple effect. And that goes beyond the project that you're doing in the here and now. Now, that can be a good thing to remember or not. It depends. <laughs> so your question to your friend, <laughs> whether it's on the phone or it's on an email or you're just sitting at your desk, it's not as vague as, does anyone know a male voiceover in their 40s? So don't stop there. That's too vague. You need to go much further than that. You don't necessarily need to blurt out all the details you've got written down, but be as specific as you can be, particularly about things like the tone or the accent and where they're based, where their location is, because that might be really relevant. And also mention that you have a deadline. Now, if they can't remember the contact details of the brilliant voice they can remember, or the agent or the whole name, which is always really annoying, then at least you have a starting point. And they're bound to remember at least one of those things. And maybe, just maybe, you could ask them if they could delve into their archive just to get the right information. Now, that kind of brings us on to agents. Agents can be a real, real boon in the search for excellent voice talent if you're up against it. They can really be your allies. Great agents have got a great roster of talent. They're all vetted, they're all different, and they are all at their fingertips. And agents know what kind of stuff their voices can do best. They know what their tech setup is like and they know if they're quick and reliable as well as being good voices. And that kind of stuff is gold for you right at this point in time when you want the job quickly. They've done all the hard work for you and they can get hold of their talent very quickly. And it's also worth knowing that some agents are specialists. They may just say on comedy voices or voices for live events or audio description, whatever it is, they can get straight to what you need. And there are agents all over the place. So if you need your voice to be based somewhere specific, maybe find an agent in that particular area. Though just be aware, it's not necessarily the case, though, that agents in the South don't have Northern voices on their books or vice versa. But you do need to do a little bit of homework. 
If you're starting completely from scratch, then just Google something like VoiceOver Agents Glasgow or whatever you need to get you started. There'll be reviews for those agencies if you haven't done them before and Google is really, really quick. And then phone them. If you want a quick result, honestly, just get on the phone. See if you can talk to them. If you've got a brief and all the information they need, there is no need to not do that. Don't be shy. Phone a few, even. You can spread your voiceover love wherever you need to spread it. And it'll probably take you probably half an hour to brief two or maybe three agents. If you've already got a relationship with an agent or a few agents, that's perfect. But if you don't, then that's okay. You can just build one. That's what they're there for. They really want to help you. That's their livelihood. And one thing about agents, I think, which puts a lot of people off, they're not just for the big guys. They're really not. Your job is not too small. And also, they aren't expensive. That's also not true. That's often the worry as well and prevents people from going to agents. What they are is fair. They do fair pricing. They charge the right fees. And then they take their cut. That's how they make their money. They don't charge more to get a bigger cut because they wouldn't last long if they did. They should be able to get you a list of really good, viable voices really swiftly. Voices you don't necessarily need to audition either, although, of course, you can if you want to. Now, I just want to say before we move on to the internet search, the last way of finding a voiceover, that there are voiceover sites that are kind of halfway between an agency and a voiceover site like Mandy or 123 or Voices.com. There are kind of ones that sit between the two. Now, the problem from your point of view is they're actually quite difficult to spot because they feel as though they're the same as a voiceover site. So, I have thought about this and there, there must be ways of being able to differentiate between the two because there are some excellent sites out there that have really worked hard to pull together a roster of talent that is really, really experienced. But I don't quite know how to, <laughs> to explain it to you. So I'll have a think about that and maybe I will do a whole episode on that because that's a really important thing for you to know, that there are some really, really good pre-vetted voice sites out there that are great for when you're looking for something in a real, real hurry. But anyway, on to the internet search, which is kind of the last one. And this is when you're searching for individual voiceovers. So as always with a good search, you need to put in all the relevant information. If location is the thing, then include that. If accent's the thing, then include that. Or perhaps you need a voice with a studio. Now, be specific and then be decisive and whittle it down. And you will, I guarantee it, you will still have a fair few voices to choose from. Voices who have their own websites are great in that it shows that they're really well set up. And you even find that there are reviews because a lot of voices have got Google business pages. But ultimately, what you really need to do is dive into their websites. Now, hopefully they'll have a studio sample or a relevant reel for you to listen to. And if you like what you hear, great, get hold of them. Ring them up. That's always the quickest way. Or email them. 
outline the job first off. So you need to include the deadline because that's really crucial. Are they actually available at the time you need them to be available? And see if they're interested. Now, budget is pretty important reasonably quickly, but you just need the top line. You don't need to go into all of the details until you know that they're available, interested and right for the job. But the reason the basic fee is important fairly early on is because I've had conversations myself in the past where it sounded like this most amazing project and, you know, it's going to be such fun to do and I'm available and I'm up for it and I'm right. And I get all the way up to that moment where they say, and I was hoping for 60 or 70 quid. (laughs) That's the point where I have to go, okay. And then you have to kind of backtrack and take yourself out of it because it needs to be properly costed. Anyway, if they're available, they're interested and they seem right, don't be shy about getting them to do a quick sample read if you've never worked with them before or you just want to make sure that they're going to be able to interpret your script in the right way. They just need to do about 30 seconds from your script and that can be time well spent because if they're working from their studio you'll know that they really do sound great and that their studio's up to par. And even if they're coming to a studio outside, it's really worth knowing that they are the right voice for your script. Now, all of this can be done pretty quickly if you've got all the information ready to go. And if you haven't worked with them before, then it's totally between you and the voiceover how you negotiate that pay. Some voices like 50% of the fee up front. Sometimes it's not so pressing. But anyway, that's all part of your negotiation once you are very keen to book them. Now, I mentioned earlier when I was talking about Fiverr that you can find those same Fiverr voices elsewhere. And this is the point that you can find them. Because the excellent voices on Fiverr are usually really well set up in lots of different places because that is how they make their living. Good voices are surprisingly easy to find when you know what you're looking for. So, that is it. How to find the right voiceover quickly. It's a bit like who wants to be a millionaire, but with the added benefit of being able to search the internet for the answer. <laughs> so you've got your own general knowledge, you've got to phone a friend, you've got to ask the agent, or you've got an internet search. Now, you also might be interested in episode two of this podcast, which I recorded nearly a year ago now, but it is still relevant It's called Where to Find the Perfect Voiceover Artist. And as I say, it's episode two. I will link to it in the show notes. It's not about being quick, but it's a really useful episode in terms of how to find voices. And I will also make this episode into a blog post so that you can quickly scan it for the good stuff that you can take out of it. And again, that link will also be in the show notes. So... Thank you very much for listening to this. I am Samantha Boffin, and this was Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. And you can follow me on LinkedIn for more insights and tips about working with voice artists and how to get the most from every single booking. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to Talking Creative, the art of voiceover directing. 
If you enjoyed it, do leave a review on Apple Podcasts or share the episode on social media so other people like you can get the best out of their voice actors. And don't forget, you can head over to talkingcreative.co.uk for the whole series.